0: What's next for former Arizona State wide receiver Nikhil Harry? We're going to talk about that on this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. Our Locked on Sun Devils, your daily podcast on the Arizona State Sun Devils. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to this edition of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. My name is Richie Bratchon. I will be your guide for everything Arizona State Sun Devils. Thank you guys so much for making us your first listen every day. Remember, we are free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, if you would like to check us out in a visual platform. But wherever you do get those podcasts, make sure that you hit like and subscribe and turn on those notifications so that you never miss an episode of the Locked on Sun Devils podcast, because we're talking everything from football to basketball two former Arizona state receivers in the pros. And that's where we turn our attention to today. Former Arizona state wide receiver, Nikhil Harry has recently been traded from the new England Patriots who drafted him over to the Chicago bears. This happened just about a week ago now, and I haven't had a chance to talk about it until now. So we're going to break it down. We're going to break down what this trade means what happened that the trade ended up resulting and what this means next for him. So taking a look at Nikhil, I mean, this was a guy who was an absolute legend at Arizona state. He leaves the program as the third all-time leading receiver. It's a two-time thousand yard receiver and two-time first team all pack 12 guy. Dude was absolutely dominant all over the field. You gave it to him out of the backfield on jet sweeps. You threw it to him out wide. You could put him in the slot. He was a 50-50 guy. You threw to the end zone. You felt comfortable. Heck, he did stuff on special teams. This guy was just an absolute monster in college. And it felt almost guaranteed that he was going to end up going to the pros and becoming a Pro Bowl kind of receiver. And he goes to the New England Patriots, who were coming off a Super Bowl championship over the Los Angeles Rams. This is back in 2019. Is a first round pick, thirty second overall. Who's he get to play with? He gets to play with Tom Brady. You would think that that would be a shoe in for you to end up being a superstar wide receiver. Well, unfortunately, that just wasn't meant to be. And because of that, you had Nikhil Harry was he, he wasn't guaranteed to be to be a stud, and that's exactly what ended up happening. Is he gets to he he gets to the pros he's not able to adjust and it feels like there, there was a lot of uh, little moving parts that were going on behind the scenes with Nikhil Harry or not so much behind the scenes, but that he was, he just wasn't able to really get going unfortunately, which, you know, results in him ultimately getting traded looking at what happened. I mean, I, I feel like this is, this is a very harsh lesson that we learn about big receivers when they're coming out because we see it time and time again, we saw it with Jalen strong too, is there, there's seemingly two ways to create separation. You can do it with route running or you can do it with speed. But one of the ways that's not going to work is size. Nikhil Harry has size, He's six foot four, 225 pounds. This is not a guy that you're going to be able to bully off the line of scrimmage. However, if you're not able to separate from a corner, a quarterback's not going to throw your way because these corners are 10 times better than you see in college. They have a great opportunity to make a play on the football, whether that's intercepting it or just knocking it out of the receiver's hands. You have to be able to separate. And Nikhil didn't do that exceptionally well in college. He was that 50-50 guy, like I mentioned. You threw the ball up, he was going to come down with it, Because he was just bigger and stronger than anyone else that he was going up against. But that's not how it works in the pros. You go up against Pro Bowl corners like Xavier Howard and Tridavius White, and you're going to get locked up. It doesn't matter who your quarterback is. If you're not able to be reliable, then it's not going to work. He also was dropping a lot of balls when he was in the pros. He wasn't creating anything after the catch. His first two years, he was under 10 yards of reception. It took until this past year for him to get over 15, and he only had 12 catches. He has just been unable to get onto the field. And when that happens, it's really hard to prove your worth as a first-round pick. Now, it doesn't help that 2019 ended up being a very good receiver class, and it's pretty easy to kind of get lost in the shuffle. Harry was the second receiver taken After Marquise Hollywood Brown, who is a one-time thousand-yard receiver. There were six Pro Bowlers who were selected after Nikhil Harry. Four or three, yeah, four. Four of which came in the second round. Those being Debo Samuel, who was selected four picks after Nikhil Harry, AJ Brown, Nicole Hardman, and DK Metcalf. Deontay Johnson was a third-round pick, and Hunter Renfro was a fifth-round pick. For those of you that are big NFL fans, you recognize every single one of those names. And not just because they're pro bowlers, but because they are massive difference, make, difference makers on their team. And a lot of them are getting paid. A.J. Brown and uh, Terry McLaurin was also in this class. So seven pro bowlers, excuse me. Terry McLaurin was also in that class. And uh, McLaurin and A.J. Brown just both got the bag for what they've been able to do in the pros. So what, what this unfortunately paints a perception for Nikhil is, man, we could have had Debo Samuel. We could have had DK Metcalf. We could have had, we could have had AJ Brown. You're having this buyer's remorse as the Patriots because that it ultimately was a big snowball effect that led to Tom Brady leaving. It's not Nikhil Harry's fault. That Tom Brady left. There were a lot of moving parts. But if you drafted one of those other receivers, is there a chance he stays? Who knows? It, it, it would be like an if L question to ask. But overall, the situation for Nikhil wasn't ideal. He wasn't this seamless fit in the Patriots offense who likes smaller and speedier wide receivers. It felt like an odd fit. You loved it because he was playing with Tom Brady, but he wasn't able to get on the same page as him. And when you're unable to get on the same page as your quarterback, it's going to be really hard for you to make an impact. That's exactly what ended up happening, too. He was unable to do anything with the New England Patriots, ends up leaving the Patriots with just 57 catches in three seasons. Never played a full season. Uh, Highest was a 14-game season in 2020. He only played seven games as a a rookie and only hauled in 12 catches. So, unfortunately, the story for Nikhil Harry has been his inability to make an impact on the field. But what exactly has caused that issue? We're going to go ahead and talk about that in just a moment after we take our first break. This is the Locked on Sun Levels podcast. From the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You've probably tried the amazing Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar, but guess what? Your friends at Built have given Coconut Brownie Chunk the puffs treatment. That's right. The Coconut Brownie Chunk Built Bar flavor you love in a deliciously chewy marshmallow covered in 100% real chocolate. It's like a fluffy cloud of coconut brownie goodness. Stop drooling and listen. They're good for you low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and all delicious. Coconut brownie chunk puffs are only here for a limited time. So go to built.com right now and make sure that you don't miss out. They're going fast because they taste amazing. All built Bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. The best part about built Puffs is, of course, they taste amazing, but you can enjoy them guilt-free because they're actually good for you. They're the perfect treat, perfect for when you got a craving, you need to satisfy your sweet tooth, or you need a quick, healthy snack. They're an excellent source of protein. Delicious coconut, rich, sweet brownie, creamy marshmallow. Stop fantasizing. Get to Built.com to order your box of coconut brownie chunk Built Puffs right now. Go to Built.com and use the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. Which NFL stars move the betting line the most? Starting July 18th, Locked On gives you the 50 most valuable players in the NFL from the odds makers at Bet Online. Available July 18th on the Locked On NFL podcast, wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. That's been going on, guys, so you don't want to miss out on that. Definitely make sure you go and check that out. Hopping back into our conversation now about Nikhil Harry. What exactly has gone wrong? For him. We already discussed it a little bit, but going into more detail, it truly has been ju- just this inability to adapt to the NFL. That's what I think, at least. It, it's, it's been puzzling to see how Nikhil has not been able to catch up to the rest of his competition. Very literally, this wasn't the fastest guy in the whole world. At the combine, he ran a 4-5-3, which was kind of what we expected out of Nikhil. He was never a blazer. He was definitely had, had his long speed. He didn't have track speed, but he 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 would be able to outrun you in, in a in a dash across the field, short of you know, DK Metcalf coming up behind you like your Buda Baker. But you know, Nikhil just never had that long breakaway speed, which isn't a big deal until you realize that you do need that speed at the next level. Everybody's fast. Every The slowest defensive backs are running four fives. There's linebackers who run four fives. There's safeties who run four fives. It's hard to create separation with speed when you can't outrun guys. So then what's the other way? Route running. Um, route running has never been Nikhil Harry's specialty. Now, I'm not saying he needs to be, for my NFL fans, he doesn't need to be Keenan Allen or Amari Cooper or Justin Jefferson in terms of just these precise route running guys. He doesn't need to be that, but he needs to be an exceptional, just overall route runner. And it just feels like he he never had that aspect to his game. Again, a lot of what he did really, really well in the college level was he bullied his competition. You threw the ball up on those quote unquote 50-50 balls, It felt like a 70-30. It felt like you were confident when the ball was going in to kill Harry's direction that he was going to come down with it. That's what made him such a high pick, is he has ball skills, and that's something that just hasn't translated. He hasn't been able to separate, not only separate from defensive backs, but he hasn't been able to separate on his roster. It led to the Patriots overhauling their wide receiver position over the last couple of years. Last season alone, they brought in Nelson Aguilar, and they also brought in uh, Kendrick Bourne, who was the leading receiver last year. This year, they traded for Devontae Parker from Miami. They still have, oh my goodness, I can't think of his name. They, they got another kid on that roster whose name is escaping me at the moment. I'm going to be trying to work on that as we're going through right now. There's another wide receiver who, ironically enough, was brought in during the the same offseason as Nikhil. He was a, he was an undrafted wide receiver. Jacoby Myers. That's his name. Uh, Jacoby Myers, same, same draft 2019. He was just undrafted, but he ends up going there and he's actually been good for the Patriots. He was able to stand out and make a big time difference because Nikhil wasn't, he got shipped off. That's the way the NFL works is If if you aren't able to get something going, you're not gonna stick around. The fact that Nikhil Harry is still in the NFL is a testament to the fact that teams recognize the talent that's there. You know, teams aren't ready to just entirely give up on Nikhil. We look at Nikhil Harry and we realize there's a lot of untapped potential here. If this guy wants to become an A plus route runner, The only thing stopping him is himself because you're not going to magically get faster. You're not going to magically get bigger. He's got the bigger factor down. He needs to be an elite route runner or not even elite, just a very good route runner. He needs to be better than what he is his bottom line. But if he's able to do that, there's no reason he can't turn his career around. Maybe a change of scenery is exactly what he needs in order to finally get his NFL career on track. Maybe that's all that was missing. Is just a little kick in the butt, a little wake up call, if you will, of kind of like, oh, oh, golly gee, Willikers, this is this is maybe my last chance. You know, there's lots of first round picks who burn out and are gone in five years. Nikhil needs to realize he's on the ropes right now. He's going into the final year of his rookie contract. His fifth year option was not picked up for a very good reason. If he doesn't get it right this year, there is no guarantee he's in the NFL in 2023. And he might go down as one of the biggest busts that Arizona State has ever put into the NFL, which is very unfortunate because Arizona State has done a very good job putting players into the NFL. And they've done a very good job of putting in talented wide receivers. You know, we were hoping Nikhil was going to join a crew of John Jefferson and Charlie Taylor. As you know, borderline NFL Hall of Famers, Taylor, of course, being in the Hall of Fame, John Jefferson having a great career. There were those expectations, but he's been a lot closer to Jalen Strong than he has been to John Jefferson. He hasn't even put up numbers the way that Derek Hagan did, and Hagan was only in the NFL for a hot minute. But overall, Harry has just not been able to make the most out of any of the situations he's in. Well. We're going to talk in just a moment about what his arrival in Chicago means when we hop back into this podcast. But before we go for our second and final break, I do just want to mention that I think this is what Nikhil Harry needs. I think he does need this wake-up call in order to finally get his career back on track. But we're going to go ahead and take our final break. When we return, we're going to go over what's next for his career. This is the Locked On Sun Levels podcast. And again, thank you guys so much for making us your first listen every single day. Make sure that your second listen is the Locked On Pac-12 podcast. Locked On Pac-12 is hosted by my good friend, Spencer McLaughlin, giving you everything you need to know about the Pac-12 in 30 minutes or less. It's free and available on all platforms, so make sure that you make that your second listen of the day. Hopping back into our conversation here about Nikhil Harry now. He's in Chicago. He was traded for a seventh-round pick. That that and a 2024 seventh-round pick. So, I mean, it really is like next to nothing that he was moved for. Honestly, Bill Belichick is probably happy he got anything for Nikhil because there was probably a very realistic possibility that he was on the way out and that he was just going to get tra- uh, not traded, cut. And who knows at that point if he clears waivers? Who knows if he is picked up by a team? No one. But Chicago said, we're going to take a chance on this guy. And we're about to find out what Nikhil is made out of. Because if you have looked at the Chicago Bears roster, it's not great overall. Their wide receiver room leaves a lot. A lot. Be desired. They have Darnold Mooney. That's their number one receiver. He's coming off a thousand yard season. He is a stud. After that, it is literally no proven talent here. The names that stand out Equinemia St. Brown, former Notre Dame guy, played with the Packers, didn't do anything with Aaron Rodgers. Sounds familiar. Taze Sharp, he's been in the league for a little while, uh, was with the Titans and a couple other teams in between. He's basically a roster bubble guy. Byron Pringle. Pringle was a guy that they brought in this offseason. He is absolutely expected to last on the roster. He might be their number two receiver right now. Dante Pettis, a guy that we're familiar with. He's a former Washington Husky. He was in the Pac-12. He's one of the best punt returners ever. In fact, I'm pretty sure he has the punt return record for college football. But he hasn't done anything in the pros either. He's probably on his last legs. Vilas Jones, an incoming rookie from Tennessee. There's no expectations there. They're hoping he can stick. Everyone else on this roster is anything but guaranteed to make it. There is so, so much opportunity here for Nikhil Harry to walk into this situation, stand out, make the roster, and who knows, maybe be the number two wide receiver for the team. Mooney is the number one. That's undisputed. They have a tight end named Cole Komet he is going to command a lot of attention in the passing game as well. As well, he should. He is a very good player. You've got a couple running backs uh, in Khalil Herbert and David Montgomery who can catch the ball. But really outside of that, there is not much competition here for Nikhil. If he can reach in and regain the talent that he had at Arizona State, I don't see a reason why he can't be the number two receiver here. And quite frankly, they need it. Justin Fields, the quarterback, is going into his second season. He's already being crucified by people as a bust. What better way, what more poetic way would it be for two guys with the bust label who have been disappointing in their short NFL careers, to say the least, be able to recreate some college magic together and be able to create chemistry and create touchdowns and create yards, create highlight reels. It would be poetic justice for Justin Fields to silence the haters by throwing to a wide receiver who might not be in the NFL next year, depending on what happens. It would be amazing to see. And not just for NFL fans, for ASU fans. You know, you might not have been a Patriots fan. If you like Arizona State, you were a Nikhil Harry fan. Especially the last 10 years. Nikhil Harry is one of, if not the, greatest Arizona State Sun Devil player of the last 10 years for the team. This is a highly recruited kid. This is a guy who was an immediate day one impact. Again, he's third all-time in receiving yards for the team. That doesn't happen by accident. We were hoping he was coming back for a senior year, but there was no doubt in anyone's mind that he was going to end up going to the draft and who could blame him because he was a first-round pick. Everyone is rooting for him. Everyone should be rooting for him, too. There's no reason why you shouldn't be. Nikhil Harry is a classy guy. Nikhil Harry is a ridiculous athlete. Nikhil Harry has the talent to be a dominant receiver. There's things he's got to work on. He's got to get on the same page as his quarterback. He's got to improve his overall receiving capabilities. He's got to be a better outrunner. He's got to have more reliable hands. There are things that Nikhil needs to work on. This is his opportunity to do it. There there is no better situation for him. Sure, he could go to a team with a better or more proven quarterback you could call that a better situation. But what if he goes to that team and he's like the fifth or sixth receiver and gets cut? With Chicago, there is a very real chance that he sticks. Not to sound like a broken record, but there is a very real chance he can be the number two receiver on that team. Very much can be. If he does that, he has no he, he has no excuse to not produce for this team. This is it. This might be the crossroads of Nikhil Harry's NFL career. And we're certainly hoping that he can make the most of it. He's a lovable guy. He's a great talent. And he's one of the best Arizona state Sun Devils of all time. Bottom line. If you're not cheering for him, I don't like you. I'll just be honest, but that's neither here nor there, but that is going to go ahead and wrap up this edition of the lock on Devils podcast. Thank you guys so much for making the Lockdown on Sun Devils your first listen every day. Remember, we're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, if you'd like to check us out in a visual platform. Wherever you do get those podcasts, though, make sure that you like and subscribe. Plus, turn on those notifications so you get an update every time we go live or put out new content. If you're on Twitter, give me a follow at RichieBrads36. Follow the podcast while you're there as well at LO underscore Sun Devils. And some personal news. I have officially taken over as the deputy editor for the All Sun Devils page that our good friend and number one friend of the podcast, Donnie Druin, was once a part of and has stepped down and I have taken over that spot. So if you guys are looking for more content, you can follow me and all of my content at All Sun Devils. But that's going to do it here for us at the Locked on Sun Devils podcast. So until next time, guys, you keep it locked right here on Locked on Sun Devils.